Elke zondag hebben wij een speciale dienst in de UKGR. Kom en breng uw familie mee om de vrede en de kracht van de Heilige Geest te ontvangen. Vanaf vanavond 6 uur mogen er geen passagiersvliegtuigen uit India meer landen op Schiphol. Het kabinet heeft dat besloten vanwege het hoge aantal besmettingen daar. De afgelopen vier dagen kwamen er per dag meer dan 300.000 bij. En er is een groot tekort aan zuurstof en beademingsapparatuur. Landen schieten India te hulp, zegt correspondent Aletta André. Nederland stelt geld beschikbaar aan het Rode Kruis... waarvan 1 miljoen naar India gaat, dus dat helpt mogelijk. En vanuit de VS wordt rechtstreeks zuurstof ingevlogen. Dus ja, hopelijk wordt het snel opgelost... zodat alle zware zieke patiënten alle mogelijke zorg kunnen krijgen... om, ja, om te kunnen herstellen. Vliegverbond geldt voorlopig tot 1 mei. Vluchten met vracht en medisch personeel uit India blijven toegestaan. De film Nomadland heeft de belangrijkste Oscars gewonnen. De film over een vrouw die in de economische crisis alles kwijtraakt... en in een busje door de VS trekt... won Oscars voor beste film, beste actrice en beste regie. De prijs voor beste acteur ging naar de 83-jarige Anthony Hopkins. And the Academy Award for Actor goes to Anthony Hopkins, the father. Hopkins kreeg de Oscar voor zijn rol als demente oude man in de film The Father. Anthony Hopkins is de oudste winnaar ooit van een Oscar. Universiteiten en hogescholen zijn vanaf vandaag weer gedeeltelijk open. Studenten kunnen ongeveer een dag in de week weer fysiek onderwijs volgen. Om coronabesmettingen te voorkomen kunnen studenten en medewerkers binnenkort gratis zelftesten krijgen. Zo'n 3000 mensen krijgen dit jaar met lintjesregen een koninklijke onderscheiding. Vanwege corona is lintjesregen verspreid over zes dagen. De meeste mensen worden lid in de orde van Oranje Nassau. Vanwege speciale verdiensten kunnen mensen ook ridder of officier worden. En het weer, zonnige perioden in het noorden meer bevolking. Het blijft droog en het wordt 12 tot 15 graden. Dit was het NOS Journaal. Op zoek naar de beste sportprijzen? Ga naar de Kruissportprijzenzaak aan de Johan Huizinggelaan 82 in Amsterdam. Ze hebben een grote collectie bedrijfenwoords met uw eigen tekst en logo, maar ook graveringen en bedrukkingen op allerlei voorwerpen. De Kruissportprijzen geeft al 35 jaar vakkundig advies een snelle levering tegen concurrerende prijzen. Voor meer informatie kijk op amsterdamsportprijzen.nl of bel 020 615. 2003. De beste sportprijzen vind je bij de Kruifsportprijzen. Elke zondag hebben wij een speciale dienst in de UKGR. Kom en breng uw familie mee om de vrede en de kracht van de Heilige Geest te ontvangen. Vanaf vanavond 6 uur mogen er geen passagiersvliegtuigen uit India meer landen op Schiphol. Het kabinet heeft dat besloten vanwege het hoge aantal besmettingen daar. De afgelopen vier dagen kwamen er per dag meer dan 300.000 bij. En er is een groot tekort aan zuurstof en beademingsapparatuur. Landen schieten India te hulp, zegt correspondent Aletta André. Nederland stelt geld beschikbaar aan het Rode Kruis... waarvan 1 miljoen naar India gaat, dus dat helpt mogelijk. En vanuit de VS wordt rechtstreeks zuurstof ingevlogen. Dus ja, hopelijk wordt het snel opgelost... zodat alle zware zieke patiënten alle mogelijke zorg kunnen krijgen... om 
Voorlopig tot 1 mei. Vluchten met vracht en medisch personeel uit India blijven toegestaan. De film Nomadland heeft de belangrijkste Oscars gewonnen. De film over een vrouw die in de economische crisis alles kwijtraakt... en in een busje door de VS trekt... won Oscars voor beste film, beste actrice en beste regie. De prijs voor beste acteur ging naar de 83-jarige Anthony Hopkins. Oscar voor zijn rol als demente oude man in de film The Father. Anthony Hopkins is de oudste winnaar ooit van een Oscar. Universiteiten en hogescholen zijn vanaf vandaag weer gedeeltelijk open. Studenten kunnen ongeveer een dag in de week weer fysiek onderwijs volgen. Om coronabesmettingen te voorkomen kunnen studenten en medewerkers binnenkort gratis zelftesten krijgen. Zo'n 3000 mensen krijgen dit jaar met lintjesregen een koninklijke onderscheiding. Vanwege corona is lintjesregen verspreid over zes dagen. De meeste mensen worden lid in de orde van Oranje Nassau. Vanwege speciale verdiensten kunnen mensen ook ridder of officier worden. En het weer, zonnige perioden in het noorden meer bewolking. Het blijft droog en het wordt 12 tot 15 graden. Dit was het NOS Journaal. Op zoek naar de beste sportprijzen? Ga naar de kruissportprijzenzaak van de Johan Huizing Galaan 82 in Amsterdam. Ze hebben een grote collectie bedrijfenwoord met uw eigen tekst en logo, maar ook graveringen en bedrukkingen op allerlei voorwerpen. De Kruifsportprijzen geeft al 35 jaar vakkundig advies een snelle levering tegen concurrerende prijzen. Voor meer informatie kijk op amsterdamsportprijzen.nl of bel 020-615-2003. De beste sportprijzen vind je bij de Kruifsportprijzen. Zondag hebben wij een speciale dienst in de UKGR. Kom en breng familie mee om de vrede en de kracht van de Heilige Geest te ontvangen.
tijd over zes dagen. De meeste mensen worden lid in de orde van Oranje Nassau. Vanwege speciale verdiensten kunnen mensen ook ridder of officier worden. Het is weer zonnige perioden in het noorden meer bevolking. Het blijft droog en het wordt 12 tot 15 graden. Dit was het NOS Journaal. Op zoek naar de beste sportprijzen? Ga naar de kruissportprijzenzaak van de Johan Huizinggelaan 82 in Amsterdam. Ze hebben een grote collectie bedrijfwoord met uw eigen tekst en logo, maar ook graveringen en bedrukkingen op allerlei voorwerpen. De kruissportprijzen geeft al 35 jaar vakkundig advies een snelle levering tegen concurrerende prijzen. Voor meer informatie kijk op amsterdamsportprijzen.nl of bel 020 
deze zaak van de Johan Huis in Galaan 82 in Amsterdam. Ze hebben een grote collectie bedrijfwoord met hun eigen tekst en logo, maar ook graveringen en bedrukkingen op allerlei voorwerpen. De Kruipstoortprijzen geeft al 35 jaar vakkundig advies aan snelle levering tegen concurrerende prijzen. Voor meer informatie, kijk op amsterdamsportprijzen.nl.
We also have the legal matters. For more information, call us on 020-368-1968. We delight and entertain you. Voice of Niger on Radio Razzle every Monday from 6 to 10 a.m. Voice of Ninja is right here to promote your business. Yes, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. All your events can be promoted right here on Voice of Ninja. Yes, you heard me right. Don't know about you because you're not promoting your business. We can bring you the awareness that you need for all those revivals, seminars, special events, conferences, church services, your Sunday services, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. Call us today right now at 06-846-06-550. That's 06-846-06-550. Voice of Ninja, your place to advertise. Health is wealth, they say. But good health is a treasure built on good knowledge and preventive measures. The Helios study, aimed at a better health care for people in Amsterdam, is focused on the health of Ghanaians, four other migrant groups and Dutch people. The baseline Helios study is already having a major impact in improving health of people in Amsterdam, including Ghanaians. The process for the study consists of invitations sent to previous participants in the Helios baseline study, a set of questionnaires to answer, and bodily checks for blood pressure level, overweight, blood sugar, and other cases leading to heart-related diseases. Participants will be invited every five years to monitor change in their health. The next stage of the study is now in progress and will provide crucial information to further help to improve the health of Ghanaians. Your full participation is highly valued and will go a long way to help ensure a better health care for you and future generations. For more information, please visit www.heliastudy.nl The Helios Study is amongst others an initiative of AMC and GGD Amsterdam and supported by Ghanaian churches in Amsterdam and the African social activation platform ASAP. Helios, a unique opportunity for better healthcare tomorrow.
to you out there, our listeners. It's a joy to be coming your way. This is a good morning show, and this is Radio Voice of Niger. My name is Apostle Larry Docker. And I'm here tonight, this morning, with Apostle Henry Rudokin, and we are transmitting this hour on 103.8 Carol and 105.2 ATAR on your popular waves. So, this is the inspirational segment, and uh, we'd like to begin with a word of prayer. So, please join us as we pray this morning. And Father, we thank you for a new day. A new week. Thank you for the gifts of life. Thank you for health, strength, sanity of mind. Thank you for peace all around us. Touch every life this morning. Be good to us, O God, and to all who love you and who call upon you. Bless our land, bless our home, bless all who are dear unto us. And Lord, let us experience your unfailing kindness in a very special way. Thank you for the broadcast. Thank you for everyone we're going to be reaching this hour. And Lord, do something awesome. Speak to our hearts and transform our lives. We pray for our land. Bless this nation. Bless those in authority. The king, his family, those in government. Bless all religious leaders. Continue to prosper this land and let us live in peace and safety. We bless you this morning for this opportunity to be transmitting and to be to cause our voices to be heard and your voice through ours. Be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. So as usual, you'll be hearing some good gospel music. And then we'll bring you a word of presentation from the Bible given by Apostle Hela Ruth Dukenau. And then we'll be telling you, bringing you further updates as we proceed today.
this juncture, I would like to uh, bring to you the sum of the day. The sum of the day. And this is taken from uh, the 86th Psalm of the Bible, a Psalm of David. Just bow down then, ear, O Lord, hear me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my soul, for I am holy. O thou, my God, save thy servant that trusted in thee. Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I cry unto thee daily. Rejoice the soul of thy servant, for unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For thou, O Lord, art good and ready to forgive. Plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Give ear, O Lord, unto my prayer. And I turn unto the voice of my supplications. In the day of trouble, I will call upon thee, for thou wilt answer me. Among the gods there is none like unto thee, O Lord, neither are there any works like unto thy works. All nations whom thou hast made shall come and worship before thee, O Lord, and shall glorify thy name. For thou art God, and doest wondrous things. Thou art God alone. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. I will praise thee, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and I will glorify thy name forevermore. For great is thy mercy toward me, and thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest hell. O God, the proud are risen against me, and the assemblies of violent men have sought after my soul, and have not set thee before them. But thou, O Lord, art God full of compassion, and gracious, and long-suffering, and plenteous in mercy and truth. But but thou, O Lord, I got full of mercy, com- compassion, gracious, long-suffering, and plenteous in mercy. Turn, O Lord, unto me, and have mercy upon me. Give thy strength to thy servant, and save the son of thy handmaid. And the verse 17 is what I like and I want to recommend to you. It says, show me a token of good that they which hate me may see it and be ashamed because thou, O Lord, hast helped me and comforted me. So your prayer will be that God will show you a sign of his goodness this year that those who hate you will see it and there will be silence. Say amen to that. Is from Sandra Crouch, one of these uh, legends, gospel artist, gospel artist legends of the years ago. The Crouch family.
Tell him he's big. Tell him he's great. We're getting ready to bring to you the miracles of Jesus by Apostle Helen Ruth Dockenau.
us to keep glorifying you in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray your blessings upon the land that we are in. We pray your blessings that, oh God, this nation will continue to prosper and to increase. Also, oh God, our own native lands, we pray for them that they will be at peace, Father, and to be able to harness the best of your prayers, uh, the best of the things you've given unto them. Let life reign and not death. Let victory reign and not defeat in our lives, in our families, even in Jesus' name. We pray with thanksgiving. Everybody joyfully say amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. I'm continuing on my topic, which I say take risk, take risk, take risk for Jesus this very year. As the year is still in his virgin, I am encouraging my, my fans, encouraging people that I know to do something extraordinary. Don't just sit at one place and be watching the world passing by and uh, you, are, you, you are just passing through it. Leave some legacies. Take risk to do what you were not able to do last year. Take risk. If you don't take the risk, you will not meet God at the other side. Take risk for any good thing which you deserve. Say, I hear you. Now take your Bible and let's go to the book of Chronicles um, chapter 13. Hallelujah. Chronicles chapter 13 and I read from verse 6. And David went up and all Israel to Balab. This is to Kijacharim which belong to Judah, to bring up thence the ark of God, the Lord, that dwelleth between the cherubims, whose name is called, whose name is called on it. And they carried the ark of God in a new cart out of the house of Abinadab and Uzzah and Ohio, drove the cart. And David and all the Israel played before God with all their might, and with singing, and with herbs, and with satyrs, and with timbres, and with cymbals, and with trumpets. And when they came unto the trash floor of Shidom, Uzzah put forth his hand to hold the ark. For the oxen stumbled, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and he smote him, because he put his hand to the ark, and there he died before God. And David was displaced, because the Lord had made a breach upon Uzzah, wherefore that place is called Peruzah to this day. And David was afraid of God that day, saying, How shall I bring the ark of God home to me? So David brought not the ark of God home to himself, to the city of David, but carried it aside into the house of Obedidon, the Gidite. And the ark of God remained with the family of Obedidon in his house three months. And the Lord blessed the house of Obedidon and all that he had. Praise be the Lord. Praise be the Lord. The Lord blessed Obedidon. The Lord blessed Obedidon and his household just because of the risk they took. 
One man took risk. Sacrifice, he didn't care about his family. While the other man, the king himself, became afraid. King David became afraid when he saw that that Uzzah died instantly just by touching the ark of God by accident. He became he he quickly developed attitude against God and then began to grumble and then didn't want to take his his family to risk. While the other man who was just a doorkeeper, a doorkeeper, he was able to 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 to, to take risk. What the other man saw and was scared, the other man saw and was ready to take risk. In this very 2020, where others are running away, may you go to that place and get your miracle. That which is making other people to run away, that thing, may the Lord magnify it in your eyes to see good in it. And in the same place they are running away, may you see good in it. In the same place that they are scared, may you be favored. In the same place that they have no stamina to go and take what is there, may the Lord your God the Lord who is my God may he also bless you out of that place can you say a big amen come on say a big amen God is going to do something very wonderful but it's going to be for people who are ready to take risk for him if you are not a risk taker God is not going to notice you if you are not ready to lay your life aside and do some meaningful things this year god is not going to notice you you will end up the year even 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 the same way you have been ending it but i am speaking to people who are ready to do something great who want to take risk for christ these are the people i'm positioned in this morning to talk People who are going somewhere, people who are tired of the same old, old, old syndrome, but they want to see another level of God's glory. You see, up to this time, there had not been any mention of Obedidon, the Gidite, but on that day, King David chose him to become one, the, 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 uh, to become the bearer of the ark of God, to become the, 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 the place where the ark of God can rest just after the death of Uzzah. You know, where you have been neglected and people don't normally notice you, no matter what you try to do, they cannot and make it seem as if they don't know you. I want you to know that in this season, God is going to, God is going to identify you, notice you. God is going to promote you by himself. He's going to make you what you cannot make out of yourself. Am I speaking to somebody? There's no need for you to shy away. There's some areas where you are good at. There are some certain areas where you can, where you can do some good things. Do you understand me? You don't need to be like another person because before God uses you. Just to be yourself. One thing I know God for is that he has endowed all of us with some good nature. He has put some, some certain good things in us. Even when those things can be 
be so small and so little. They are very good. Do you understand? Because they are put there inside you for a time when they will be manifested. They are put inside you for a time when you will demonstrate, when you when, when you will showcase them. They are put inside you for a time when the whole world will know that it is it is you who is capable. And nobody can do that and better than you. Do you understand? Nobody. How could it have been that 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 this act of God, this other guy who was in front, who wanted to catch up act of God, could be slain? How could it have been that way? How could it, could it be that he has some attitude? Could it be that he has some arrogance? Could it be that he is serving God, but he's serving God in a way just for, to, to, to please himself? He's not serving God in the manner. I want you to put it on Facebook. That's why I'm giving you those devices. So maybe he's not serving God in the manner that it will challenge it will challenge him. But he is the type that is lukewarm. He's the type that does not care about the things of God, how they are being handled. So in his casual and 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 uh, careless manner, he wanted to approach that which is very holy. Child of God, listening to me this very hour, how have you been approaching the things of God? When the Lord puts something in your hand, what do you do? How do you approach that thing of God? Do you reference that thing and say, this thing has been sanctified and kept holy? Or do you just use, you know, treat that thing casually? Because I want to warn you, and I want to remind you, if things have been dedicated to the Lord, don't ever don't ever hear me clearly. Don't ever, don't ever, don't ever use your carelessness to hold those things. Anything I have ever been dedicated to the Lord, don't use carelessness. And don't also allow your children or your household to treat that thing in a very careless manner. Because it has been sanctified and dedicated to the Lord, it becomes holy. So when it enters your home, it will enter your home with that holiness. You don't need to, to discard it or make it look ugly or treat it like any other vessel that you have in your home. When you learn to cherish the things of God, God will learn to cherish you. When you learn to honor God, God will learn to honor you. So, what hap- what could have happened to Uzzah that would make Uzzah to lose his life just because he touched the ark of God? So, permit me to submit to you that it could have been that he was careless. It could have been that he was a type who is who is nonchalant towards the things of God. It could be that he is a type who doesn't reference God. Like some of you, are, when you come to church, we are singing. You just put your hands, arms, and keep and be looking at others who are singing. When it is time for holy communion, you are still having your chingum in your mouth, and then you want to go and mix up your chingum with the holy communion. Mm, what a careless attitude! Now listen. If you've been doing this thing, please stop. You see, there are certain things that are very, very holy. When you want to go to the or to the offering bowl, you go and take your left hand and take your left hand with your left coins and the leftover coins. You go and just dump it in the in the offering bowl. You don't respect yourself. If, if you respect your, when you want to give a hand to a man of God, you bring your left hand and shake it so, and you want to shake the hand of God. Let me ask you: When you go to those people, where you go to solicit job for? Those earthly people who are filthy, you go to them for job. You are looking for them to give you job. Do you shake them with your left hand? 
When you go to them, do you shake them when they bring their hand and you want to give them hand of confidence to let them know that you are competent to handle the job? Do you shake them with your left hand? So what you cannot do, which is which is not a normal a normal culture, why do you want to bring it to the house of God? Why don't you take risk and discard those things? They are awful. They are not meaningful. They make you look odd. When you act that way, you look odd. Why don't you take risk and take those things away from you? Now we are in the era where people dress anyhow and they come to they come to the church. You know, they dress with they dress with uh, with uh, club dresses, club, the things we see in the in the clubs, that's what they dress now into the house of God. Why don't you take risk and discard those sort of clothes this very year? Discard them, say I will not take them to the house of God. Because in your heart, when you dress with those club dresses that are so tight reveal that you have very flat stomach and you have very flat or, or robust backside and then you show all of those things and shake them shake them with your with your with your good good attend the sort of on this we are wearing now has no lines and whatever so you just shake them because you want to seduce somebody don't you know god watches you don't you know that God is watching and also the demons that you are manifesting there are also watching so why don't you take risk and make the demons ugly I mean dress properly and be in God's presence than do the same things you did last year because if you do the same things you do you you did last year you will never never be able to amount to anything let us Examine ourselves a little bit and examine the scripture which I read. Would David trust you? Trust you just the way he has he trusted, he trusted Obedidon. Number one. Would David trust anyone to keep the ark in his house with, with his wife and children endangered? Just the way he was able to trust Obedidon. The second question is, was it a, a, a death trap he has set for Obedidon's family? Was it a trap to kill Obedidon or to kill his household? You see, was Obedidon known as a faithful servant or was Obedidon known as uh, somebody that the community respects or was he just known as just a careless man? So please, try to answer some of these questions and these puzzles. What is it on earth could have made David to say Obedidon is competent enough to take this risk? So let's keep this thing in the house of Obedidon. What he said, was Obedidon a man of high reputation? Was Obedidon just looking for a way to do away with his family? Because he was a family demand. Was David just trying to trap him? Or what? So there could have been some real good, good qualities this man had. Number one, he was he the Obedidon was one of the Levites because the Bible told us clearly from the scripture which I read that they decided David, when David saw that that thing happened, he decided to allow the Levites to make a choice. 
on how they would position people to sing and who must stand at a particular line to sing as they were going to bring back the ark of God into Jerusalem. So the, he was not, I mean, for David to have allowed Obedidon, who had family, to take this ark of God to go and put in his house. And it had to stay not one month, not two months, three solid months. Until the ark of God, when everybody began to notice that the the, the household of Obedidon have been blessed because of the presence of the ark of God. It is awesome. It's so glorious. It's so wonderful. When Obedidon himself set up to take up that responsibility, child of God listening to me, do you think he considered that God would have blessed him out of it? Because you witnessing the ark of God Slaying or killing somebody instantly. Somebody who tried to touch the ark of God died instantly. And then you still had the guts. You still wanted to take that risk. It means, it means that Obedidon really was a faithful man. It suggests to me that Obedidon was as faithful as Father Abraham. And I would like, I would rightly say, Obedidon was a lover of God, just like Father Abraham. Obedidon must have loved God beyond any other thing. Do you remember how faithful Father Abraham was? Father Abraham was ready to take risk, even risk of the only child that God gave him at the age of 100. He begat Isaac, yet he was ready to take risk, to take risk to about to slay the 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 the, 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 the promised son. And the Bible said in the book of Genesis 22, when he lifted up his son, he was about to slay the lad. The Bible said a voice. He said, angels spoke from heaven. God spoke. God said, Abraham, touch not your only son. Touch not Isaac. Rather, look behind. You will see. I've made provision for myself. Beloved, when you take risk for Christ, you take risk for the sake of the gospel, you will surely be remembered. I've never seen anybody who took risk for the gospel who was put to shame or who, who became dismayed. Rather, I've always seen their faces shining with glory. I've always seen them excelling and I've always seen God prospering them. And that's why my, 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 my topic is that you should take risk. That you don't need to be a wishy-washy Christian again this very year. 
You need to do, go the extra mile. Go the extra mile. Go the extra mile. Let God anoint you with the priestly anointing or the king's anointing whereby you will come out from the leper's anointing because the, the, the level most of us are in, as I heard yesterday from Apostle Larry, is the leper's anointing where you, because just because you've given your life to Christ and then the Holy Ghost have come inside you to dwell and then, and then you are just operating in that little leper's anointing. But God, God's intention for you is to move into the king's anointing where you would decree a thing and because of the anointing that, it, that you are carrying, that thing will be established. Where you will desire a thing and you call it down and it will be manifested. That's the level God is calling somebody. But you got to take the risk. The risk is to preserve, present yourself to God as a living son. Sacrifice. The risk is that you're going to, he's going to ask you maybe to wait upon him. You're going to do some spiritual exercise which doesn't, you know, which 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 will cost you anyway, but but it leaves some legacies behind. Why don't you take that risk? Why don't you take the risk of Pay your tithe this month, this very year, and stop the argument that, uh, that, you, that, that some of you are carrying all over Facebook. Why don't you? Are you better than those who are acting foolishly and doing it? Why don't you? Because I've seen that most of those who are stuck in argument of, I don't want to pay tithe, and tithe is this, is the old and the new, it's written in the New Testament, written in the Old Testament. Those of you have been so confused talking about that. And I see, I see, I see. I don't see real progress in their lives. Secondly, I see them struggling with issues upon issues. Why? Because your mind is not renewed. Secondly, because you are not discerned. Because when you begin to obey that little listen, there's a sort of peace that you have. There's a sort of peace. And the little that you have, God puts his hand on it and multiplies it. He, he gives you peace to be able to enjoy that little that you have. But if you eat all of them and you make all the argument, you see any time you are being confronted, you'll be, you'll be very argumentative. Why don't you live a peaceful life? Take risk that and live a peaceful life this very year. Blend, the Bible said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Why don't you become a peacemaker? Than to be somebody who finds force on, on the doctrines in the Bible. Why are they taking tithe? Why are they baptizing people? Why are they speaking in tongues? Why do they use oil? Why don't you see other good things in that Bible and take them? And I mean, do the work that you can do and do it very well than questioning those who are using oil and those who are using water. May the Lord help you to take risk in this very year. Take risk to come out from those things which make you ugly. Those things that leave legacy of argument and busybody all around you. Take risk and leave evil relationships, evil associations, where people only mock and ridicule people. Take risk and leave to such group. Leave evil men with their drunkenness and wardom. Leave them alone. Leave people who are not ready to fear God. Take risk and leave some evil relationships and see how God will prosper you health-wise. Are you hearing me? There are some of you, you are chewing your cigarette, chewing it early in the morning, you chew it like chewing steak. Chewing, you know, it's 
instead of you to take brush and brush your mouth and smell good, you will prefer to pollute the atmosphere around you and pollute the atmosphere around other people because when you are sm sm smoking, you forgot your mouth smells. And when you are talking to people, then you are bringing your mouth very, very close to their nose. Even though they are putting it far, you still want to swallow them up with your smell. Why don't you take risk this year and say, I just want to smell better. Treat yourself better and last longer than to die and put people in misery. Hey, may the Lord save us. May the Lord deliver us. Take risk to say, I will not die careless life just like father died, mother died. I will not die because of this chain smoking. Why don't you preserve your liver? Why don't you preserve your lungs? Why don't you appreciate the body that God gave you? And know that it didn't take you to create that body. It took God to create that body. Preserve it by the sort of food you eat. By the sort of habits you take into that body. By the sort of things you do. Preserve. Take risk and say, I'm coming out from evil. I'm coming out from nasty things. But I want to now, you know, preserve my body and preserve my belief and preserve my mind and preserve my thoughts and things that are enabling, things that are profitable, things that are positive. This is where I'm going to stop today for the sake of time, but I want you to please go into your time and take your Bible, go back to that First Corinthians chapter 15, First Chronicles chapter 15 from verse 17. Read it again. Read it again. Read it again and see the caliber of men that were pulled out to go and receive back the ark of God. And please check them one by one and see how God treated them. So if you do not take risk for Christ in this very 2020, remember, as I told you, your life will not be very meaningful. But if you are a risk taker, God will meet you at the other side. It is my desire that God will meet you at your point of need. May you be blessed and be blessed and be blessed real good in the mighty name of Jesus. And let your week be blessed as well. This has come to you from Apostle Helen Rudolph, you know. We meet every Sunday at Rikers Bus 89A from 10 o'clock. In case you are churchless, please come and fellowship with us, with your family. And God will actually do something new for you. So I look forward to receiving you and look forward as well to getting some of your petition, prayer petitions which you want me to back you up in praying. Call me on my line on the screen and tell me how I may be a blessing to you. God richly bless you as you continue to listen to Radio Voice of Niger. Love you.
hope you're enjoying that one. Uh, I'm going to throw in uh, a few quick, uh, uh, you know, promotional announcements. So just please stand by. about money problems or debts, then you are not the only one. If you ask Madi for help on time, you can prevent things from getting... Together, we will be able to look at your financial situation and possible solutions. Don't wait too long to ask Madi for help. Call Tikti Madi on 020-314-1618. That is 020-314-1618 for an appointment. Or come to our working hours at one of the Madi locations near you. You can also apply online for help. For more information, go to www.madizo.nl. Madizo, that is M-A-D-I-Z-O. Madi will be ready to help you and it's all free of charge. Hope to see you soon.
we're getting ready to bring to you our social uh, segment item, uh, domestic violence, how to deal with uh, gender-related issues uh, of driving domestic violence. By the meantime, enjoy this special one from Ghana. Welcome to 
So we don't normally speak about violence in our homes. We don't even bring them out. But is there any hint you have regarding to domestic violence among the migrant community? Well, here, I have not had any complaint from anybody, but I know it happens. Yes. And just as we said, in Africa, we don't really talk about domestic violence because it will be a shame as a woman if you go outside and tell people what is happening in your home. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, in Africa, yeah, in Africa, your husband may be beating you, maybe for no reason, purpose. you see, man, that's what I want to say now. Maybe what some men have experienced in their own youth, they have seen their father beating their mother, <laughs> and they will assume it's right, which is not right, and they have never had their mother complain before. Okay. And in Africa, we don't have that system that this is an organization where you can go and complain. Yes. And even at all, some homes, if there is a problem between you and your husband, and you go to your mother to complain, your mother will even tell you, Shh, do not expose your husband. Whereas, probably, the man at the end of the month will not give you money to do your domestic purchase. Yes. What I mean by domestic purchase, buy foodstuffs. Yeah. Then you complain or you tell him, honey, please, I need money to buy the foodstuff. Yeah. Probably he's a drunkard. Mm -hmm. He has spent all the money outside drinking. And when you ask for that money, he starts beating you. Wow. You have no place to go. Okay. There is no organization. But here in Netherlands, yes, we have areas, we have institutions, instances where yes. you can go. Yes, as a woman, where they can at least advise you to start with. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And there also, they will also inform you if it is too much, you can go to police for your own safety okay. to lay complaint. But yeah. in Africa, you can never do that. Okay. So that mentality we have in Africa, we have carried it here. Have carried it here. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's right. So uh, what, what, what I would like to, to add a little bit is that um, domestic uh, violence in the context of uh, Europe is different to the context of Africa. How? Uh, I tried to make research about it. I was in Belgium, in France, trying to see how Africans live there. Then I come to find that in Africa, men are violent. Oh, may he also woman cause it. They also violated men. Yeah. Because of that uh, kind of system, uh, justice, the police system exists. So when we are talking in the context of Europe, it's a different to Africa. So uh, uh, here, woman also can be violent to men. Can break the man down, can can do all kind of worst to the man. I'm sorry for <laughs> no, you are right. What, 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 what I'm saying is, yeah. in African context here, migrants here, yeah. Assuming me as a in woman, the migrant community, community yes. me as a woman now, mm -hmm. my husband is 
beating me. Yeah. Yeah. How can I come out of that my shell to speak out? Yes, that's why you see the taboo. Should yeah, I, because it's taboo. Because the African cultures. Because yeah. back home, we did not learn that. Yeah, you learned. You are in a marriage. You have to be submissive to your husband. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no matter what your husband do to you, you have to endure and stay. You understand what I mean? Yeah. But just as we are saying, it's true. I know women here also can violate their men. But that is no can. It's more yeah. of the case. <laughs> but now I say it as an African. Yeah. What will give me the courage to step forward if I am being violated? I know that one thing that we that uh, we have in the Caribbean culture, and I think it's also in the African culture, is what happened in house stays in the house. We cannot speak about the things that happen in the house. So as children and as adults, we grew up with that thought. And that's why it's very difficult to go to the police, go to school, go to family, go to somebody who knows, to talk about things about the house. Because when you talk about things that happen in the house, the people get very mad with you. And they say, why are you speaking? You're not trustworthy anymore. We can't talk to you anymore. So it takes a lot of courage for, for African people, for Suriname people, yeah. to go out in the world and speak about the problems. Yeah. Because we grew up with the thought, what's happening in the house stays in the house. Yeah. If something happens, you can go to your mother, you can go to your father, you can go to your sister, but you can't go to school or to the police. So it's very difficult to speak about it. Yeah, yeah that's why I said earlier, yes. just as you said, we have been taught at home. Yes. Whatever that happens to you. I don't see teaching that. Yeah. I don't see teaching that to Let me know. This is my sister. I don't know. Are they still teaching that in the Caribbean? He grew up with the thought that it, things that happen, it, it, it stays in the family. Mm-hmm. He don't bring it outside easy outside. Mm-hmm. Because we are a family, we have a family culture. So when, when, you have, when you have lack of money, you go to your family first. Yeah. For, before you go to neighbors. neighbors. Mm-hmm. So we grew up with the thought that if you need something, if something is wrong, then you go to family. But if somebody is, if your father is beating you, your mother is beating you, you know, your brother is beating you, then you are filled with, with a lot of shame. So you can't go to your uncle or, or cousin. So it stays in the house. Yes. It's part of education, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they beat you, they beat children because oh, they correct children. Yes. They want children to, to do great things, you know. Yeah, yeah, but here it become like, here in the context of Europe, should I, should different I, should I, should I also, oh, should I, is not only fine, yeah. so you can speak should, that should, word should with your child. You have to yeah. come in, because should, we can do the same thing that we not give you the time. Uh, uh, that, that, that's what you are talking about, breaking the taboo in African uh, violence in African community. Look, that's what everybody's saying. In, in Africa, the way we even talk, it seems like women can't talk to their men. No. But here, the woman talk and the man talk. And when such a thing happens, what you have to do, as you were saying, mm-hmm. we have instances whereby you can go, they will advise you. Yeah. As we said from the beginning, mm-hmm. some men are alcoholics. Mm-hmm. And, through that, and through that alcoholic situation, mm-hmm. he abused the woman always yeah. home. And so women are also alcoholic because of that alcoholic situation. They also abuse the man, not yeah. with no, not with hand, but with yeah. mouth. Yeah. Somebody yes. can use his mouth even to abuse you. Even the actions cannot abuse you. They don't feel like being home. Yeah. And from there, they become aggressive. And aggressive in a family when a family don't have peaceful to live in a house. Yeah. It's always 
tension. And tension also can bring also, also uh, violence in, in, in our house. So it's good that uh, we should listen to each other and know that, hey, I married this woman not to beat her, or this man, this man married with me not to insult her. We know women always, they have uh, sharp, sharp mouths, sorry to say that. They can talk, they can cook, do everything for us. Only we have to know how to take some things cool and quiet. Because in Africa, when we talk, we always go like this. We don't look. But here we look directly at your face and they will tell you. And they say, yeah, Dutch, uh, let me say, Holland people, they have, when they are small, they know how to talk. No, it's what they train them from. They train them to talk. If you're in school, your child goes to school, if you don't take time, you take something from home and tell them in the school. This is how the, this, the system is. So we should try to live our African way of living there and pick here. Then the woman, they can talk, and the man, they can talk. And we should treat each and everyone okay. nice. So what you are saying, Mr. Randy, mm -hmm. is that from your own point of view, observation, yes, uh, people, people are not allowed, women are not allowed to speak freely. In, in, in Africa, in, 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 the, in the African context, yes. So they have carried the same tradition down yes. here. Yes. I bet you are appealing to your fellow men that they should allow women to speak. Is that what you mean? We, we, should, we, should, we should leave the African. We should, we should leave uh, uh, women to speak. Yes. Here, the women should. Yes. Speak. In Africa, also, they should let the women to speak now. All right. Women yes. should also give be given the freedom to speak. Sure. And not that when they want to speak, speak they tell them to. Keep it in my shot, don't talk. But what, what is the reason why they are not allowed to speak? Because for me, but, uh, I was brought up that way. Yeah, but actually, just what, what, what he said earlier, you know, in Africa, when you are talking to your mother or your father, father. or a senior, you yeah, always like, respect. Yeah, with respect. Yes. Yeah. You don't look eye to eye, eye. contact. Yes. Whereas here, children in front of small, four small, they teach them how to talk. Yes. Eye to eye. Contact, yes. you know, but what we are saying about this breaking this taboo for us as an African, because mm -hmm. most people, when they are being married back home, mm -hmm. that's also where the problem comes. Eh? Mm -hmm. Where they are being married back home and they bring them here, you know, the man at times, most of the time, takes the advantage. I brought you here, yeah, you have to do whatever I see. The woman doesn't have equal right mm -hmm. to speak. Oh, okay. you know. But it doesn't work. It doesn't the, work, but the, the, it happens. The, the source of couple uh, uh, violence in Africa is different. The source of what? The source, the, the what provoke, what brings. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In Africa, it's maybe behave, men behave. They behave bad, aggressive, or drinking, or, or, or whatever. But here, is we are here in the live and pay is more financial it's more financial so this send women to be more open more uh, they, they express themselves more themselves more than men here in africa in, in europe no woman sit down and they shut their mouth no when a financial problem arise she, she must stand and talk speak and in Africa? In Africa, in Africa it's no financial problem. It's, it, even in a, in a Caraiba or Suriname, yeah. it, it can be behavior. The character of man or for couple can bring balance. It's based on the characters. One thing is that no one will be, is going to marry the one he or, he, he or she don't love. Yeah. Before you go with somebody, you love the person. Yeah. I love God. God is in me, so I always come to come to church and worship him and praise him. 
I'm coming to marry a woman to my home. It's not a boxer. I'm coming to fight him. And it's of the character that some people have in them. Like my brother is saying, uh, Africa, we don't have financial. Here, here, man go, woman go. Yeah. Man work, woman, woman work. But the love must be there. Yeah. Love, uh, couple without love inside, it's always violence inside. We don't see somebody for the first time and just love because she looks beautiful. You don't know how the person's mouth is sharp. You don't know how the man's character is. You know how the man aggressiveness, you know. Some people have some way of living or uh, uh, married, get a woman to be by them, only to cook for them, but the rest, they don't need you anymore. But once you go in, you go in with all your heart, with all your energy, with all your brains. To touch a woman is a very bad thing, and a woman to insult a man is very bad. To avoid all okay. kinds. Look, um, violence can also, when it happens in the family, then the children also become problem of course they won't affect them don't know, yes they don't know where to go yeah because no, we, we have to face reality bro. yes uh, here in europe mm -hmm. here in europe please feel free the main problem the main problem of uh the main problem of uh couple parents house parents is is basing the he, we are living you have to pay and live it It's not like Africa. Uncle is there. Uncle is there. Yeah, so you can't put money there. He's dead. Yeah. yeah. We eat there. Yeah. But here, no. You have to pay your rent. You have to pay your energy. A lot of bills mm -hmm. are coming. Mm -hmm. So, man must work. Woman must work. That mm -hmm. impact. Mm -hmm. That that change the characters. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. That change. So, it's a different. I find it in France, I find it in Belgium, the same problem. Yeah, so, well, I, what think you that, I think well, that violence... Me, excuse me, your, what you are insinuating is yeah. the violence is here, yeah. basically it's being caused financially. When the when the women have been exposed to go and walk, yeah. and they can walk in certain environments that will affect them, yeah. by the time they come back, You know, you already worked up. You are worked up. Any little thing can make you volatile. Yeah. So that's what he's trying to say. Because like in Africa, maybe the women do not normally go and work. But it's not, it's not in this modern time. They are more housewives. In this modern time, every woman is working. Everybody yes. You can't finish going to But school and Africa, then the you man will not to work. To send. Excuse me? You don't have <laughs> wasting you to send. Yeah. Here you have to send wasting you and there is a bills. Bella's things and all these bills have fallen. So yeah, man and no. woman must discuss about it. That, solve yes, it. Yes, exactly. That is what I want to say now. <laughs> you're making a very good point. Yes, yes, yes. If you call yourself yeah. husband and, and wife, and wife yes. yeah. at the end of the month, you know how much that comes in. Sure. Yeah? And you know how much that goes out after paying.